Taiwan has kicked off the production of domestically made submarines. President Tsai Ing-wen was joined by top defense officials at a launch ceremony in Kaohsiung on Tuesday. Taiwan has long wanted to update its uh, aging submarine force, but it's been unable to buy them abroad due to Chinese obstruction. Now, after four years of preparation, Taiwan is ready to build its own submarine, which is scheduled for completion in 2024. President Tsai, Defense Minister Yan Fa, National Security Council Director General Wellington Ku, and others attended a ceremony marking a milestone for indigenous submarines. Construction on the submarine manufacturing facility started last year in May. One and a half years later, the plant is finished. Today, President Tsai is here at CSBC Corporation to preside over a ceremony to launch submarine production. Taiwan's indigenous submarine program kicked off at the end of 2016. Three stages have been completed, plant construction, trial production and securing contracts for primary and secondary equipment. President Tsai announced the start of sub-construction on Tuesday, wearing a submarine-themed mask befitting the occasion. Peace depends on national defense. A strong national defense requires not only a courageous military, but also robust military equipment. Over the past few years, we've seen the accelerated mass production of Tuojiang-class corvettes and the maiden flight of a Brave Eagle indigenous advanced jet trainer. Today, we're starting construction on indigenous defense submarines. These all go to show the people of Taiwan that we're becoming stronger day by day in our quest for self-reliance and defense. The program's first submarine is slated to start sea trials in 2025. Reports previously claimed that the U.S. had yet to issue export permits for two key components, an integrated combat system and a digital sonar system. Taiwan's Navy rejected the reports in a statement on Sunday, saying a deal was finalized and approved, and that construction would begin on schedule. To this day, there are still people who doubt that Taiwan can succeed in building its own submarines. I know that since the project is sensitive with information that cannot be publicized, we encounter the challenge of disinformation. But today, work is starting on the submarine. That is proof of the real progress we've made and the beginning of the end for those rumors. Tsai said that despite the hurdles, her team pressed ahead with the program, showing the world Taiwan's determination to defend its sovereignty. The legislative yuan now has its own line account. You heard right. You can now add your national lawmaking body as a friend online. This is for politics buff, um, policy, uh, policy wonks, and anyone else who wants daily updates on when lawmakers are meeting and what's on the agenda. You'll also get links to live streams of the meetings so that you can watch the lawmaking process right in your own living room. Legislative Speaker Yo Shi-kun, Deputy Legislative Speaker Tsai, Taiwan Line President Roger Chen and other officials inaugurate the Legislative Yuan's official line account. A proactive, instant notifying, easy-to-share and easy-to-watch digital democracy platform is right before our eyes. I would hereby like to announce the legislature's public channels have entered the era of 2.0. When legislature is in session, the official line account will send daily updates on meeting times, meeting agendas, and links to live streams. Since February 2017, Taiwan has had two official parliament channels on TV to give the public greater access to lawmaker proceedings. In addition, the content is broadcast live on YouTube. 
although we haven't had the channels for long, things are developing at a breakneck pace. In comparison with other democracies around the world, we could be said to be in the lead. This is an incredible feat for Taiwan. Legislature is highly transparent with the legislative broadcasts. I'd like to share an anecdote. Once, after I completed interpolation, my fan page filled up with comments from people saying, You look so worn out today, because I had been strapped for time that day and didn't have time to do my makeup properly. So I'd like to ask the president of LINE, could you activate a beauty filter for us? First Parliament channels, and now a LINE account. Lawmakers hope the new addition will give the public front row seats to what used to be behind closed doors. Artificial intelligence engineers have created an AI composition program that could save novice musicians hours of grief. The app automatically suggests a whole range of lyrics, tunes, and arrangements that anybody can easily edit into a complete song. Taiwan's digital minister, Audrey Tang, has thrown her voice behind the project. Digital Minister Tang picks up her microphone to sing a song she composed herself. Even the rap is her own creation. But she did get a little help from AI. A tech startup has released an AI composer program that lets novices with no musical training create complete songs. As far as I'm concerned, the lyrics weren't hard because I'm a writer anyway. But composing songs is not my forte. So with the help of the AI, it gives you four or five suggested tunes all at once. Even if you don't choose any of them, at least they can serve as inspiration. This composer bot is not like your average composing app. The main difference is that it automatically suggests a variety of combinations of lyrics, tunes, and arrangements. The user can combine them all as they like and then edit different versions into the final piece. For music creators, it's a massive time saver. You've made the chord progression and then it gives you a tune and then you arrange it and fiddle with it. It saves you the time of coming up with a first draft yourself. And that's not all. The program uses open-source blockchain technology, helping make music creation more transparent and reducing the likelihood of copyright disputes down the line. Music made easy. The Taiwan Railways Administration's new sightseeing trains are about to enter service. The Future Express will have its soft launch this year on December 31st, departing from Taipei and Taichung for a stop to see the sunrise in Taidong County. Sounds fantastic, Celia. And these new trains are 70-year-old rail cars spruced up to offer recreational space and dining. Lion Travel, which has exclusive rights to run tours on the train, says Future Express will generate some 500 million NT revenue in a year. The Future Express wears a black and orange exterior of the Juguang Express with a modern, fresh interior. Through a public tender, Lion Travel won exclusive operating rights for the sightseeing train, which will debut on New Year's Eve. We're looking into sending two Future Express trains from Taipei and Taichung. They will arrive at Taidong's Taimali on December 31st so that passengers can welcome the first light of 2021. 
At 6:36 a.m., each train can seat 50 to 280 people. Based on the passenger volume needed by the client, we'll make special car arrangements. This tour is very suitable for company outings. For the maiden tour, the trains will depart from Taipei and Taichung and pass through Taichung. The two-day tour will cost about 30,000 NT ahead. Then, on January 24th, the trains will embark on a five-day round-the-island adventure with a price tag of 10,000 NT a night. In April, trips featuring Michelin-starred cuisine will start at 20,000 NT a day. Amid the pandemic, Lion Travel is viewing domestic tourism as one way forward. We are estimating that Future Express will bring us some 500 million NT in revenue in a year. This tour project can be said to be our biggest move in domestic tourism since the start of the pandemic. I would like to go to try out the rail car. I'd sooner spend the money on staying in a hotel. When you can't go abroad, you can visit an outlying island. These vacations by rail are aimed at high spenders, and not all locals are impressed. But due to border restrictions, there are few other options out there. Ahead of the 2022 year of railway tourism, the transport ministry is launching new trains to revolutionize the concept of train travel. Well, almost five months already. Can you believe it? Doesn't the time fly when they're little? Well, we're talking about pandas, of course. Yuan Bao, Taipei's tiniest panda denizen, is growing fast and getting cheekier by the day. Her latest antics made zookeepers step in to clean her up, fearing the job was too much for mom. At her current rate of progress, the zoo says her public debut could be just two months away. Yuan Bao lounges on the floor, kicking her legs. She's muddy. She's tired. She's draped a towel over her head, and she's letting it all hang out. But as zookeepers try to wipe off her face, she comes back to life. Not today, thanks. She pushes them off. She got herself mucky earlier in her new favorite den inside this broad-leaved lady palm tree. She made herself a little den inside this group of palm trees. It's really not fair on her mom to make her lick all this mud off her fur. We want to preserve Yuan Yuan's energy as much as we can for her to eat and produce milk, and help Yuan Bao grow big and strong. Back in the den, Yuan Bao chews on her bamboo and rolls around, blissful. She's really a handful now that she's getting bigger. Every day, she ends up covered in mud. They grow up fast, but that's life. Sometimes Yuan Yuan will turn a blind eye to her riskier exploits. A few months ago, Yuan Bao seemed much quieter than her own sister and was sleeping 23 hours a day. But could she end up the most boisterous one in the family? Yuan Bao seems to be about one week behind her oldest sister in developing her strength and growing her teeth. But her mobility, her cuteness, and her liveliness are all catching up bit by bit, and her energy battery is coming along too. As for this blue barrel, it has won a permanent place in Yuan Bao's toy box. She loves to hop inside and rock back and forth. As the quick-learning panda gets more and more lively, it looks like she'll be ready to widen her horizons and meet the public in January. Fans of classic video games have got a treat in store in the form of a gaming restaurant in Tamshui. The new eatery offers diners the chance to relive consoles of every era as well as classic arcade games. What's not to love, right? Food and video games. Since opening two months ago, the spot has already found a warm welcome, with gamers delighted to be taken back to the good old days. Eyes fixed on the screen, hands tightly gripping the controller. This is not an Xbox or even a Switch. It's the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, top drawer in 1990. 
These gigantic game consoles would seem at home in a gaming emporium, but now here they sit in the middle of this restaurant. It costs 10 million NT to install the assortment of up-to-date and retro consoles, but the eatery was a hit as soon as the doors opened. Playing video games was my hobby since I was a kid, both the early home entertainment systems and the arcade games you see at the back. But I think what's really important about video games is spending time together. These days, everyone plays handheld games, but it's all online. It's very convenient, but you miss the feeling of being able to enjoy it together or share it. Situated in New Taipei's Dantre District, the restaurant opened in September to an influx of curious gaming pilgrims. In October, profits were more than 1 million NT, reflecting the hunger for nostalgia among customers. Back in the old days, we'd go and line up to play shooter games in the Emporium. You really had to line up, always. And they've got them here now, and you just have to feed them a token. It's so nostalgic. They've got lots of quite retro old arcade games here. It reminds me of when I used to save up 10 NT or 20 NT and then go out with my savings and play games. It takes me back to that old feeling. First generation Xbox, classic Nintendo Entertainment System, or even the latest Switch, they've got it all. Gamers of every generation will find something to whet their appetite here. Let's take a look now at projects creating opportunities for youth with disabilities uh, to flourish in the indigenous communities of Taidong. Rural villagers uh, may have fewer resources for young people with conditions like autism, special needs, or learning disabilities. In 2016, the Bunan Foundation and the PX Mart Qingxiang Charitable Foundation teamed up to provide skills training in this underserviced area. With this support, local youth are developing their talents and giving back to their community. Aru pours dough into a mold with a dab hand. In minutes, these cute little cakes come out of the oven, smelling as good as they look. Aru, who has severe learning disabilities, lives with his father who is blind in Shangwu village in Taidung's Dawu township. Neither are employed, but they receive monthly home delivery of essential items, bought with shopping credits from PXMart Qingxiang Charitable Foundation. Last year, when Jinlun Bunan Foundation opened up the village workshop, Aru started life skills classes. Delivering these finished cakes to his colleagues marked a new chapter of independence in his life. This is Ah Lung. Growing up with autism in an under-resourced rural village, he had no reason to leave the house after graduating from junior high. But he loves painting. After completing six years training with the Bunan Foundation, he's published a series of works inspired by the Paiwan people. This is a headdress, an indigenous headdress. I painted these in the evenings. The two foundations have worked together for four years. Shopping vouchers have supported more than 2,500 people with disabilities, their families, and organizations affiliated with Bunan. Our cooperation works through charitable benefits cards. So far this year, we've donated about 870,000 NT worths of goods. 
So far, we've served more than 60 people with disabilities in those three locations. We find teachers who provide them with classes in painting, baking, arts, crafts and design. As the saying goes, give a fish a man and he eats today. Teach him to fish and he eats for a lifetime. Together, these foundations are helping on both fronts. Many people with disabilities have untapped potential. That, when unlocked, allows them to shine and to contribute to the community.